The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. <laughs> and here we are. It's a Victory Monday edition of Mick Shots, and Mickey is so happy. I can just I can just sense it. Mickey is so happy because next week he can pick the Cowboys to win a game. As the Cowboys have won back-to-back games for the first time in a season and a half, basically. What a victorious Monday it is there inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco, Texas. Everson and Mickey, how y'all doing? I'm I'm doing very well, and and I'm I'm so glad to see Spagnola trying to smile. (laughs) It really, it's like his... I can see it cracking, you know, the jaws. I can see it cracking as he, that Grinch <laughs> smile comes across his face. That's right. So happy right. to see that. This, the sun is shining brighter today just because the Cowboys have won not one, but two in a row. Mickey, do you have a friend there in the SWBC? I do. I have my buddy here. Yeah. You guys all, you guys all have partners at your houses with your dogs, so I figured I'd bring in uh, my little partner here. I'll try to keep him from clapping though and interrupting the show. What's his name? What's his we name? We need to Spags. name it. We what need to name, name it. What about? Should we call him Cowboy? Uh, no, Chris already named it. I want to hear. I love Chris's name. I'm what sorry. What did he have? That, that's the it's the the Mickey Monkey. The Mickey Monkey, right? <laughs> That's a was, great I, name, I, the I Mickey Monkey. Name, Come I was on, name man. Joe, uh, he was going to be Cowboy Joe. <laughs> no, man. No, you know the man. old Mickey the Monkey. old character the they Mickey had Monkey. for the first uh, for their first logo, Cowboy Joe. <laughs> Did he look like that? <laughs> Not quite. He didn't have symbols. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. This is the Christmas oh, Cowboy it's... Joe. Oh, I'm sorry. It is the Mickey Monkey guys. I'm we sorry, are, uh, Chris. We gotta, Chris, you, you know, are the Bill's best. Got, Bill's got his Christmas decorations behind him, so I, I figured I needed something, you know? I do. That's good. All right. Well, my wife's mad that? at me I because mean, we couldn't put up Christmas decorations because I haven't finished the, the ceiling yet. So <laughs> that's, there's still that problem over here. <laughs> haven't got the popcorn off the ceiling. You're still yeah, in, popcorn still on the you, ceiling. I, I can, you're still I can in see time it. out, right? <laughs> I'm still in time. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a talking to the other day. It was it was pretty uh pretty humbling. <laughs> <laughs> so Mickey, what what is the significance of the monkey? It was a Christmas monkey. I had it sitting around the house, and I said, short of bringing in flowers, I thought I'd bring in the little dude and set him up here and uh, and create some joy and happiness for Christmas coming up this week. I thought maybe hey, it now, was an honor. Tell you, Bill, I thought ma- hey, Bill, if, what, if I start seeing yeah. a clothesline behind Spagnola, with some clothes, you know, I know there's more of a problem than Spagnola is addressing, okay? That, that I do realize. That's right. <laughs> so don't get too uh, comfortable in that Spags. We're starting to worry about you. 
<laughs> you know what? I, I think we need to work on your product placement, however, Mickey, because you're covering up the SWBC <laughs> mortgage sign behind behind the monkey. Well, I needed workspace. You <laughs> we know? need to. We, we needed to figure that out. Yeah. And, and I thought maybe it was in honor of Dez scoring his first touchdown in three years. There, how about that? Yeah. I was so happy for Dez. Man, I, you talk about a guy that, I mean, just just to be out there on the field and to be playing ball again. You know, when you mess up your Achilles tendon, guys, at, at over 30 years old, if I'm not mistaken, he was hovering around 30 at that time. That's pretty good that accomplishment he should be so proud of himself i'm sure he's going to have a good christmas i hope i don't know about hoping they make the playoffs but for his sake i hope that things go well for him in baltimore because uh you know how emotional dez is guys when he couldn't play against the cowboys he's ready to quit you know and i, I get it because he's so impulsive in everything that he does but he did well for the Cowboys, so I can't help but still wish him well in Baltimore. Well, I'll tell you they, what, including he's my the time incentive. that he, he had a pet monkey once upon a time. That's right. Right? He's my incentive to keep and, working, and, too, and rehabbing, by the way. That's right. There you, you guys go. are Achilles associates. There you go. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's not and bury was, the lead that, here. The the lead is that Mickey. The lead is that Mickey can pick the Cowboys to beat the Eagles on Sunday because the Cowboys have back-to-back wins for the first time in 22 games. How about them Cowboys, Mickey? How about them Cowboys? And they did it just in time because if they hadn't won that game, I had to pick them to lose the last two. Right? Even if they won both of them. That's right. And, and, oh, what a victory it was, right? It's like uh, I was sitting there trying to figure out how I was going to write this thing up, and it was like, well, how about that defense? The one that took the ball away four times or the one that gave up 458 yards of offense, and after all they had done, they were within an onside kick, only up seven from San Francisco coming down and tying the game up. Go figure. It we're turns out they would have tied the game up kick. because they can. We're not, we're not counting the onside kick. It never works unless you're playing against Atlanta. So let's just be real about that. We had well, the game in control even at the time of the onside kick. But yes, Spags, to see how that quarterback Mullen hung in there. I mean, he hung in there from some decent pressure. From the Cowboys' defensive line that seems to be improving every day. I'm not going to go pat them on the back yet, but when it's all said and done, they were pretty consistent in what they had to do. And I would not, if if we would have lost the game, then it wouldn't have been on the defensive line's uh, heads, as far as I'm concerned. Well, because Mullins had to fight for his life for every pass that he completed, I thought. And he did a decent job at that. We made him do a decent job at it. They They did throw for 319 yards. They did run for 150 yards once again. And as I said, oh, that's all? At, the that's time, all? at the time of the onside <laughs> kick, the Cowboys were only up seven points, by the way. Yeah, onside kicks don't work. They don't work. That's the only reason I wasn't worried, Spags, because they we don't were, work. that onside kick didn't work. It was like they it don't was work. starting to look a lot like the Cowboys. That's all I got to say. <laughs> 
Got I'm just score. glad that, and, and I'm serious. I am serious. I love the way, you know, the defensive line hung in there. As I watched the games, I watched some of it today, and what okay. I saw was, I'm sorry, did Bill have something to say? He said, okay. Well, I, I, I was going to let y'all know, you two keep talking because I'm having a hard time hearing you. I think I'm having some Wi-Fi issues, so you may lose okay, me okay. for a second. You two keep carry on. What, what I saw, Spags, was an, a defensive line. I can see that as much as I'm, I'm upset at the linebackers, when that defensive line plays well, there's just a big difference in how our secondary reacts to certain things. Uh, you saw Mullins, he had to, to eyeball his wide receivers most of the time because the D-line was at least in the vicinity. And I mean more than just in the vicinity. They were close enough to where it was, they were harassing him enough to where, of course, D. Lawrence got the, the hit on his arm. Uh, and you had Donovan Wilson coming through uh, and, and anticipating where that throw was going because, once again, he had to eyeball his receivers. That was a heck of an interception by Wilson. I thought the pass was still there. To me, it was one of those 50-50 balls to where I thought Wilson jumped it quicker and he wanted that ball more than the tight end wanted it. Uh, that's one of the things that having a rush against your quarterback, that's the, lux the luxury that it gives you in the secondary. They can't see the DBs where they are. They can see the receivers, but you don't know where the other danger spots are. So, you know, those kind of things you try to build on. And it's just like Minnesota, Spags. We give up a lot, but we still win the game. And let's just be real. That's our M.O. That's going to be our M.O. for the next, three, next two or three games. Well, and, and once again, they needed to score 30-some points to be able to win the game. Yeah, uh, and and that's yeah. now four four, uh, what five wins in all five they've scored thirty points. And if you go back to last year, the eight games they won, they all scored at least thirty points. So their their last thirteen wins, they've had to score thirty or more points, uh, not necessarily to win, but they did score that many uh, yeah. in those in those victories. So. Um, it was better. I thought they did confuse Mullins some, uh, and, and I get it. The, the last, what, 50 yards they got were off the Hail Mary uh, at the end of the game. Uh, but, gosh, they just can't play the run. We talked about it last week, and we talked about San Francisco using a fullback, and they're going to use that fullback. And not only did they use the fullback, there were at times they had a, a fullback, a tailback, and two tight ends in the game, and here comes the Cowboys with their nickel defense and get <laughs> run right over. I just I don't get it. I, I need an explanation. Hey, I, well, I, you know, first of all, hold up, Bill. He doesn't have the luxury to be upset because I was upset Friday and you laughed in my face. I tried. So I, I feel your pain. But it's like we got to see. I think the coaches are using this COVID thing as an excuse not to be accountable to reporters because someone should be in their faces over and over again demanding that we play. I think it's Joe Thomas or some other linebacker, you know, and now we're down uh, uh, Vanderesh, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know. 
And Joe while Thomas, we have them, I Joe think Thomas we need to got play in them. The game. Did you notice that he was in on the nickel defense? I did notice that. And they were lighting him I up did. on the line, but only because Van Der Esch went down. Him. Yeah, and, and 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 it's like, okay, why don't you do that again? You know, the other the other solution that they had to their run heavy offense was to put five defensive linemen out there. Okay, now you got everybody spread mm-hmm. out, but once the edge isn't held, you don't have enough linebackers close to the line of scrimmage to stop the guy. He, he's once he beats that last defensive end, it's Katie bar the door, gone. Well, what mm-hmm. what, they, what I see that Mike Nolan is doing when we find ourselves in that type of uh, matchup, so to speak. He likes to just bring an extra guy when it comes to the run. I, I think he likes to, to bring that extra defensive back as a, a run blitzer, not a pass blitzer, but a run blitzer. And there are times when you see Thompson or one of the other safeties knifing down uh, on that, uh, that uh, RPO uh, play. So you got to be careful when we play Philly because as much as you knife down to go get that running back, now you've got Jalen Hurts who can pull it out of his stomach and take a, take a, take a run around the end. So that's going to be challenged even more this weekend, this coming weekend. But oh, they goodness did gracious. get four we'll, takeaways. We'll get into that. As, yep. Yep. They did Love get it. four takeaways. That's how we have to play. That's and how you know we have what? to play, we, t- guys. we talked about it last week. Uh, so that's now seven takeaways in two games, right? Going into this game, uh, I think all they had was was eleven over these last two games. Before these last two games, and the other thing they did is they scored points after the takeaways. Yes, and I, I think I pointed Extremely out last week important. What, what the eleven takeaways they had. Uh, they only had turned the eleven takeaways into twenty-eight points. Now they've turned seven takeaways into forty-one points in the last two games. And that's the significant part about at least giving your offense short fields. They don't have to drive 75, 80 yards every time to score a touchdown. And I think we saw the difference. It was a lot easier. Even though they struggled running the football, even though they struggled trying to protect Andy Dalton, especially when San Francisco decided, well, heck, we're just blitzing. And how many blitzes did you see off the slot, right? And it's like somebody ought to maybe pick that guy up. It might help out. But they did somehow, some know. way, score 41 points a season high uh, this year. And, and, you know, as a, as a former player, uh, Spags, you weren't there in 1981, but you came a little bit later. You remember how we were running around chasing our own tails in that secondary as well behind the flex defense but we were able to get those turnovers and that's always made the difference you're gonna give up big plays when you're in man-to-man that has never been my complaint about our defensive backs my point is you've got to get yours you can't sit back every time and just react to what they're doing we were good as Thurman Steves in anticipating at times what the offense wanted to do and you talked about Scoring off of those turnovers, Cowboys were always good at that back in the 80s. And that's what I talk about, Spags, when we talk about situational football. Okay, what, what do we do? What do we have in our bag of tricks, in our game plan for a short field after we get the momentum from, a, from a, an interception or a turnover? 
Those kind of things are talked about in good meetings with good coaches. Those are anticipated. Okay, what's going to happen if we get an interception or a turnover in the, in the end zone and we have a must-score touchdown situation? What do we have as part of that package? The Cowboys seem to have that together offensively. And to me, that's just good coaching to be prepared for that. Don't be surprised when you get in the red zone and say, oh, man, but what do we do now? No, these guys did a good job yesterday, you know, minus a couple of uh, jet sweeps or whatever that crap they tried with Cooper. Besides all of that, I mean, we were <laughs> we were pretty solid. We were as as far as the, the calls were concerned uh-huh. and as far as our, our responsibilities. Oh, man, I'm glad you brought that up, Everson. <laughs> my, my wife and I were watching the game, and I can't remember exactly. It was early fourth quarter, whatever time it was, yeah, it was in, early fourth in the quarter. game. And I, to, I said to her, well, things have been going all right, but it's about now. It, it was tied at 24-all. It's about now, it's about now we're going to run a fake punt here in a second. Oh, <laughs> about my that goodness. Time, and about that time, they read the end around to Amari Cooper and lost 12 yards. 12 <laughs> and, yards deep in then, our own territory. And then, what a and way to comes, when you try it. All right. And then, but, but that set up the double pass. And That's so, right. <laughs> it was That's a right. setup. And, and believe it or not, they so, have so then, that in their bag of tricks. So, and so then I'm situation. sitting there going, so there was there was the end around, there was the double pass, it was set up for the fake punt. The fake punt had to come. Oh no, I'm so glad. And it shows it shows how much discipline they now have. As much as they had the urge to go ahead and go with the fake punt there, tied at twenty four, they oh. kicked it away, and sure enough it worked out all right for them. And you know it just what took on that 14 du- days. on that double pass, I don't know if you could see it on TV. He had the guy on a post pattern about 30 or 40 yards downfield, and he chose not to throw it. He threw it back across the field. He had. So you're know, saying they, they did? They did point that for out. the second time. Cedric yeah. Wilson is not spotting the wide open receivers 50 yards downfield. Well, the first yeah, time they, they Bill, did point that Bill, out. The first time he didn't even look downfield. He just tucked it and said, "I'm running yeah. with the ball. I'm not throwing it." Hey guys, let's let's not put too much on, on this on this plate. All right. Let's just let him do what he's got to do because next thing you know, we got a safety or something like that. So I'm just <laughs> glad right. we were able to get get out of the end, you know, out of the back of the end zone, back of, the, uh, of our territory, and we were able to at least get close. <clears throat> when you look at that double pass, Bill, kind of a big play because if we don't make that, then we're punting from even even deeper in our own territory. So I was just <laughs> glad to see us. That's Get right. that close. But, but I'll, you know, there's a reason probably that Cedric Wilson doesn't play quarterback anymore yes. in his career. That he's, he's a receiver That's why he's now a wide quarterback. Hey, I know we insist go to, on using him as a quarterback. We got to go to break, but we should give a game ball to oh, Kellen right. Moore because I think you guys are right. He had to figure out how to get the ball on the perimeter because they could not run the ball a lick in this game, and they weren't going to run. I it. called it. I called it. I called it. And he got the ball. Yes, oh, wait. Thank you but very wait. But oh, Spags, where are you, buddy? What's up? It just got. <laughs> that means we really need to take a break. <laughs> Better take a break, Bill. <laughs> really, that means really break time. I think we had a power out. <laughs> All right, let's take. Okay, oh, let's take a break, and we will be back in a moment a on real shots, or some, or at least a couple <laughs> of us will be back in a moment. <laughs> Hey there, Cowboys fans! With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery. 
cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Back, back, back to mixed shots. You can now support your beloved Cowboys from anywhere. Open up AT&T's Fan Zone feature inside the Cowboys app and record your personal cheer and referee signals. You'll receive a personalized mosaic and may show up on the AT&T Live FX video board during the game. And the lights are back on for Mickey Spagnola. What happened, Mickey? Did you have a power outage? What was going on there? I think there was not enough motion in here. I got to get Mickey Monkey or Monkey Mickey, whatever you want to call him. Start playing his singles. We need some motion. That hadn't happened all season. And so oh, it was, wait, man. The bills got to be paid. Jerry must have forgotten. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought maybe they didn't want us talking about the play calling anymore or something. So <laughs> that we had was to go so break. good. We were well, actually yeah. being very positive. Yeah. I try. However, having said that, yeah, you said that the Cowboys weren't able to run the ball between the tackles. Is that what you were saying? Uh, that's exactly what I was saying. Because before but, they, but wait, but wait, Zeke didn't play. Uh, yeah, I know. Pollard I thought Zeke was, was the. I thought the Zeke difference. was the problem. Do you yeah. do you realize until that you guys are so messy? Hey, you guys are so messy. Let me just two say that before that you continue. were six yards and forty <laughs> yards. They had run the ball ten times for twenty-three yards. And it was Zeke's fault, right? He can't run. That's right. <laughs> Slow. That's Doesn't right. see the holes. Yeah. He's washed yeah, he up. He has no he explosion. Money. He, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But to your well, point. Well, I told you guys yeah. just how it was going to happen because we know how tough that San Francisco defensive line is. The linebackers, to me, are very talented. You can see that in the ball game. Mm-hmm. Flying all over the place. And, boy, they were just getting on my nerves. But what you saw was – uh, as we talked about, uh, uh, the, the offensive coordinator's ability 
to be creative. And even on Friday, we talked about that's why that was my pick to click. Thank you very much. Uh, my pick to click. And I talked about Pollard because we are going to get him out in space. That's the only way you can you can be effective against moving the ball against this 49ers defense. You have to get him in space. You saw that uh, Richard Sherman was not able to handle not only uh, Pollard, but any tight ends or wide receivers coming out of the backfield. When you get when you get a person, when you get two guys in space, the one that's more determined is going to win. And you could tell that, that Pollard is one of those guys that's hard to handle, even as hard to handle as a wide receiver once you get him out there and it's a one-on-one situation. So we took advantage of that several times uh, in the ballgame. There was sometimes so those it was six one catches on, for 63 yards were yeah, big. Yeah, a lot of times it was one on nobody. They didn't even bother to go out in the flat with the guy. And I'm glad you mentioned Richard Sherman because until I saw him get beat on some, I didn't think he was on the field. It's like, uh, is Richard Sherman hurt? Is he out there? He don't want to tackle either, by the way. No, he don't want to tackle no more. He did. He did when he was in Seattle. He was a little yeah, younger. But he Trust me, I've been anymore. that age. I've been that cornerback. And hey, <laughs> sometimes you have to make that business decision. You know what, Mickey? I didn't even notice Richard Sherman until after the game when he was fraternizing with the Cowboy players <laughs> after the game. <laughs> don't use that word, Bill. That is a bad word with the Cowboys. Please don't say that. <laughs> you know when I. When when they when they when they uh, when they hit the hail mary at the end of the game, I was thinking, oh no! If it was a close game, it would have been the catch too. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, didn't even, I didn't even think about. That. <laughs> well, and who kept it? Who kept I it from being the catch too? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, but Mickey, yes. rem- remember my pick on uh, Friday? Who kept it from being the catch too? Uh, it was C. D. Lamb. And he was also give you reason, on that. And he was also reason there was a catch because all he had to do was take a knee at the <laughs> one yard line. Okay, all right. I'm glad you brought that up, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, I am glad you brought that up because there are some old fogey coaches who will say. Just don't return that. Game's over if you just field it and fall on it, okay? But we 20 years from now, would we remember that C.D. Lamb fielded an onside kick and just fell on it? We wouldn't remember that 20 days from now, much less 20 years from now. But we will remember C.D. Lamb taking that ball to the house on the onside kick return. I would have done the same thing, Bill. And do you remember the the last Cowboy player to do that? Yes. Uh, Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me have it. Randall Williams. Yes, absolutely. And Randall Williams. Only, See, and that's been 20 years. His was only 37 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and see... And so that, and that's my point. Twenty years later, we rem- that's the one thing we remember from Randall Williams' career. Now we will the remember exactly a lot more. One and only thing. You are so right, Bill. <laughs> that, that's right. Great but point, we, sir. We will yeah, remember not, a I'm lot from CD Lamb. We will I'm remember a lot from CD Lamb's career. But that is also one of the things we will remember is him returning the onside kick. But Bill, one thing we also remember is. You can't keep picking CD Lamb for your pick to click, man. <laughs> okay, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta change it up, man. I mean, you pick the same guy, but you'll change up the scenario. That's not slick. That's true. You're trying to That's be true. slick. You can't, 
you, you got to give me, you know, give me somebody else. Okay. Spags has gone all around the world. I've gone all around the world. I've even, I even got away from the secondary last week. You wouldn't even get away from the, that one person. Come on, man. That's okay, let me, get, let me go to another one then. All right, how did you like the play call of Kellen Moore putting the tight end in motion on third and one, the tight end, Blake Bell in motion, and then he gets under center, (laughs) and we've got the NFL version of the belldozer for a first down. How about that? All right, here's the other part of that, though. I was like, I just saw that in a game. I mean, here this weekend, someplace I saw that, and it's the first time I've seen it. It's the first time I've seen it in all my years of watching football, the tight end coming, and then he lines up. And then it dawned on me. It was the Alabama game on Saturday night. They did the exact same thing in the Alabama-Florida game on Saturday night. And so my question is, was Kellen Moore or whoever sitting there watching the Alabama game on Saturday night, and they said, you know what, that's a pretty good idea. I got the belldozer back here. Why don't we do that? Did they install it that late, or was it already in their arsenal? That's what I want to know. I would imagine they didn't draw that up in the locker room before the game. First of all, we've got uh, Travis Kelsey did it the other night. Okay. I don't know if y'all saw that. Travis all right, Kelsey there you did go. it the other night. Yeah. All right. And so maybe it was. We saw. Maybe, the, I think it was the. Uh, was it the Minnesota uh, tight end that was just doing every. Or was it the, no, I'm sorry. The, the Washington team. Washington football team. If I'm not mistaken, didn't he with line Logan up Thomas? against yeah. us? Yeah, he. Took, I, think I thought he, he lined up in shotgun. But he's lined up in shotgun. I thought he was in that sh- one. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. in shotgun. It wasn't no, the, the way the way that we arrived at it was more creative than the previous people that we spoke of. So it, because it, we motioned Kelsey, into it, we were the only ones to motion into it. Right. That's that was my point on it. He motioned yeah. into it. Okay. And so, so did Kelsey line up under center or was he in I shotgun? I think he did. I think okay. he. I think he lined up lined up shotgun, but I think he came up under center. All right. But the, the tricky thing on that, happened. if you, the key if you thing don't have quarterbacking key, experience. Yeah, the key thing is you better be able to take a snap. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. So that's where and, – and, Not even and, quarterbacks though, can do that these days. And even though Blake Bell was in shotgun a lot in, in, in at Oklahoma, he was also under center a lot because yeah. at that time they were under center a lot also at OU. So so it was, would have been a safe play from that standpoint. He wasn't that big at Oklahoma, was he? Oh, he's huge, yeah. In but fact, that's what he no, was. He he that big because he's. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, he was a. He was a. He was a five-star quarterback recruit out of Wichita, Kansas, and um, you know he 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 was not. You're right. He wasn't that good as a quarterback, but he had the athletic ability and so forth. And what he became uh, at OU was a running quarterback, basically. And his last year, then they converted him to tight end. Uh, oh, but he was, okay. but he was highly recruited as a five-star quarterback out of Wichita, Kansas, out of high school. So they, they almost uh, needed, and them. he and he had some moments. They but, almost and, needed and those even, former Oklahoma guys on Saturday. Well, mm. the other the other part of it, though, even for for Bell is uh, even after he converted to tight end, they got into an injury situation when they played Oklahoma State, one of his last get college games. He came in at quarterback and threw the game winning touchdown pass in that game, and so I mean he's got 
He's got good enough ability, but he was never going to be an NFL quarterback, obviously. As a, uh, but as a tight end, he's he's put together, a, he's cobbled together a nice career as a tight end in this league. And I think he's doing a good job with the Cowboys here as a second tight end, with his blocking and stuff. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All so, right, Nikki, where you want to go next? Where I was gonna, I was gonna leave. We're you up with, against it. I was gonna leave you with this thought about. I think it was the first time I got a chance to watch in a complete game with Ohio State. I'm not sure I get Justin Fields, by the way, but you could take it to break on that. Okay. Since you brought that up, yes. and we don't have time and to talk about it, and it's not a college football playoff show, but <laughs> how does a team how does a team that's played six games Four fewer games than the other competitors get into the college football playoff. I will just leave you with that as we go to yeah, there you go, Mickey. As we as we go to break here on mix shots. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and cream soda. A delicious duet. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. To mixed shots. Find out why this year's Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Something's missing here. Making the team is the most (laughs) competitive yet. Don't miss the new episode of Season 15 every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Central on CMT. Find out why this year's Dallas Wait, it says find out why this year's Dallas Cowboys. No, no, Mickey, I'm reading the script. 
I'm reading the script here. I got the same script you've got. So what am I missing? What it is, the name of the, the, name of the show, it's written on there, Dallas. The name of the show is Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders, colon, Making the Team. Okay? So no, that's the name of the show. No, it says Making the Team so the, is the most competitive no, yet. No, 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 no. Here's what it says. Find out why this year's Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders <laughs> Making the Team is the most competitive yet. Well, why Don't is there a semi after season fifteen? There's a colon every after Tuesday night at nine o'clock central on CMT. The reason is because of, I think the name of the, the show, the, the name of the, the show, semicolons in the is, topic. Yeah, the name of the show is Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders colon making the team. Okay, right. that's the name of the show. That's the name okay? of the show. Yeah, right. And so it's like. Find out why so the, this year's so the, so the, quote unquote the making the, the team most is the most competitive yet. yet. Yeah, the show's the most competitive yes. yet. Yes. Not the cheerleaders, yes. yeah, the show. Something like that. Well, the well, show is the cheerleaders on the, on the show are going to be more competitive than they've ever been. That's what they're That's saying. Right. <laughs> I mean, I only know this because I saw the previews on TV, so I mean, I'm trying to help you out here, buddy. That's all I'm doing. Right. Well, there shouldn't be a... I, just, I, didn't, I don't have the paper a, in front of me, but I just watch TV. There shouldn't be a colon there, then. Well, it's part of the title. But it's part no, of the what title. It needs, what it needs, Mickey, it needs quotation marks around the name of the show. Hey, it would, would be like... No, no, no. Here it is. Here it is. It would be like mix shots, colon, this time... He's gonna show up, you know, like yeah. that. That's kind of right. <laughs> but, right. It, but this has got a yeah, verb you know. after making the team. It doesn't stop there. It keeps going. In it, a, it would be a like sentence. this. It would be like this. Let's say Mickey, you were going to tell a story about Notre Dame football, <laughs> and then I would tease it. I would tease it by saying, "Find out why today's mix shots." You can't wait to hear this story about Notre Dame football. Will be the most interesting story Mickey has ever told. That Boy, he stretched that one on out. Wow. You stretched that one on out, Bill. You, yeah, you really I don't stretch. know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't so, know about that one either. Yeah. So, you got any stories about Notre Dame football? So, so the pull back the curtain in the break, we were talking about why Notre Dame made it, right? Well, for some reason, uh, my father, a good Catholic man, did not like Notre Dame because he thought they always got preferential treatment. Uh, it, no matter what they did, he just he couldn't he couldn't stand them. Uh, and so, what school did he like? Oh, LSU, right? LSU. Uh, okay, go ahead. And okay. uh, so, you you guys might not remember this, but I I, I don't remember the year. I want to say it was in the '60s sometime. Notre Dame and Michigan State. Basically, we're playing, and the winner was going to win the national championship game. It might have been like it was during mm-hmm. Aaron Parsige's time, so '64. Like yeah, no, that's a, that's 10, a classic 10, game, right? The classic, classic game. game. That's a and, classic and game. Basically, Notre yeah. Dame pulled back on the last drive and didn't try to win it. They decided yep. they'd settle for a tie. So, yeah, ten ten tie. So that that night, we go to the confession at the church. And my dad knows the priests, right? He's in the confession box, and he's giving them grief about Notre Dame, right? And he comes out, and he starts telling the story, and my mother's looking at him. She goes, 
you didn't say that to a priest, did you? And my dad goes, well, what's the big deal? He's just a human being like me. <laughs> and my mother immediately hey, grabs the rosary and starts praying. <laughs> what, what's your dad's name? What was your dad's name? Dominic. So that was Dominic Shots. That was the first yeah, Dominic that's right. Shots. That's right. <laughs> that we, was the first started hybrid mix shots. Years, like, 60 years long ago. Long ago box. in the confession <laughs> booth. In the confession booth. Dominic Shots, baby. Yeah, they went from, <laughs> from Nick Shots to Mick Shots. Man, there you go, baby. Oh, that's a good one, Bill. Nick Shots to Mick Shots. Good job, Bill. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Good job. By the way, by the way, we have this. Uh, uh, the bowl season has begun. I'm sitting here watching uh, the University of North Texas is playing in the Myrtle Beach Bowl with 50 seconds left in the first quarter. It's Appalachian State 14, North Texas nothing. That's the latest. Hey, from before you go the off of that, before you go on, my son yep. sent me a video of a wide receiver at the University Jaylen of North Darden. Texas. Yes, sir. Man, that kid is a stud. He is. He's got Jalen Darden. Okay, so we just converted this into Cowboys draft talk here. Okay, good, good <laughs> oh, job, no, Anderson. No, 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 no that last no. night already. We don't need him. We don't need him. Well, yeah, I mean, and he is. He's smallish. He's more. Although he could play outside, he's got he's slot receiver size. Uh, but he is. He has 19 touchdown catches this season in just nine games. He's amazing. Uh, the problem he is, is he opted out of this bowl game. North Texas does not have his services today. And uh, he, I don't know, he probably signed with an agent. He, declare, he declared sure after that last game. Yeah. And so he's I'm, not playing. I'm sure that's what happened. People have been doing that for the, in the Power Five conferences for the last few years. He has that right to do that. And I, I think he's going to be, well, he's, a, he's up for Belitnikoff Award, right? Um, yeah, so he, he is. Yeah. He's, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. Hey, by uh, the way, the he's Cowboys. Fourth in the, uh, Go ahead. Well, we got one more point, uh, Everson, when you get finished here with mixed shots. So turn on this Myrtle Beach Bowl game. And for all of you who think that the Cowboys might want to look at a cornerback in the draft, check out the two cornerbacks for Appalachian State. They're, they project as mid-round type uh, selections as Next. it stands right now. But uh, anyway, go ahead, Mickey. Oh, no, I was going to say uh, we probably should point out uh, the injury report, because the Cowboys paid a high price for this victory, it seemed like. Uh, we knew Zeke didn't play, right? Uh, I, and I understand not only was that calf bruised, but it was also strained. And so this may take longer to come back than we thought. Uh, the Cowboys in mm. the game lose Antoine Woods with a left ankle sprain. They lost uh, Leighton Vanderish with a right ankle sprain. He was supposed to get an MRI today. He says nothing's broken, but you can suffer a high ankle sprain, and that could be four to six weeks. Yeah. Uh, they lost Xavier mm -hmm. Woods with a rib injury, and then Michael Gallup with a hip injury, meaning Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson uh, were getting more snaps, as did Justin Hamilton and uh, Ellie Anku. Uh, at at the tackle position in place of Antoine Woods. So uh, I don't know. We'll get uh, Mike McCarthy's uh, conference calls at 5 today, so maybe we get an update. And they were already, as I said, without Zeke, without Rashad Robinson, without Savion uh, Smith. Uh, although Tyler Biotish ended up getting eight snaps on special teams. So 
um, uh, that that bodes well that he's coming along. And Olo Nalua, 25 special team snaps in his first NFL appearance called up from the practice squad. All right, the uh, illegal formation on him. Did you take go back and look at that? I, I couldn't see anything weird. I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't I see anything. I backed it up. I backed it up during the timeout, and I was like, "What did he? Where? How is he lined up wrong? He I was on the right anything. side on the end. Right. Like I thought maybe they. Con- I thought maybe they confused the number. They, so I just looked at the entire formation, and everything right. looked. Copacetic. I mean, it wasn't me. like he was way right. off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that I thought maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe he was backed up too far, like he was in the backfield. And he did, on the second punt, he did look like he inched up a little bit. But it, looking at the first one, he did not appear to be uh, out of line as far as being lined up wrong. Chris, so, Chris thinks they anyway. called the wrong number. They think it was uh, Bernard Francis or Francis Bernard. I okay. can't get that one straight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and Bill, let me say this. We are no longer in need of a cornerback because Anthony Brown – made a decision yesterday to become a football player. (laughs) He did such a good job yesterday. I mean, the anticipation, the the wherewithal, the, the hands. I mean, to see him do that, if I were to look at that film and I saw him make that play, I would say this guy probably does that all the time. I would, I would definitely say that because he looks so good doing it, so proud of him. I called his name wrong, of course. Of course, I called him Noah Brown on Twitter, and I was uh, quickly, uh, quickly corrected, and, and I thanked him for that. But no, this is, I mean, it ain't easy to do that, okay? But it ain't that hard either, guys. Sometimes you just have to have your eyes back at the quarterback. All you need is that bit of pressure. You know, just to get in the quarterback's face and you anticipate the routes. And you don't just anticipate your routes by guessing. You anticipate the routes that they're running because you study film all week. I'm sure that's not the first time they've seen these routes. And for Anthony Brown to make that play, don't tease me, man. Don't tease me. Hey. Because you look like you should be doing that all year long. So two things, two things on that play. When I went back and looked at it, they didn't line up a receiver to his side. So he was free, right? They had the receivers to, yes. to, to their offense's right side, the Cowboys' left side. And number two, afterwards, when he uh, did his conference call, uh, he basically pointed out he saw the route earlier in the game and he recognized the formation and he said, I knew exactly what they were going to get ready to do. And so he jumped that slant across the middle. But he didn't have anybody to cover because he, he was free on that side and made a really smart play. Even when you look at the Donathan Wilson interception, he was able to uh, just, just organically flow into that situation because he recognized he was not being threatened by any other receiver. There's one thing to do your job. There's another thing to anticipate how you can help your team. Yesterday, the secondary finally was able to do that. And I, once again, I put that on the constant, I say persistent uh, pressure 
by the D-line. They weren't back there all the time. It was sometimes when Mullen had all day. But when we needed it, they dialed it up. And, and before we go, I know we got to take a break. DeMarcus Lawrence is playing some ball, guys. He's earning his money. And on a consistent basis, he's earned it all year long. I, I want to hurry up and say that before we go off the air. And on, okay, well, on that note, we're going to applaud this show. <laughs> hey! <laughs> there you go, Mickey Monkey. I love that Mickey Monkey. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk more about Demarcus Lawrence as the week goes on because uh, it's going to be an interesting week as the Dallas defense prepares for Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles this week. All right, we've got uh, plenty more mixed shots throughout the week. In fact, we'll be here uh, each day, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Looks like we'll take Christmas Day off. Everyone, okay, everyone gets Christmas Day off, but we're th- here through Christmas Eve at 1.30 on Mixed Shots. We'll see you again tomorrow. Go Cowboys! How about them Cowboys? This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?